0: Shedding light on the inner life of the soul. There's an incredible teaching from the Balasulam S'chus Yaganenu when it comes to Yisachar. That Yusachar, the Pasuk, tells us, He saw that calmness and comfort and ease was a good thing. And the Pasuk ends with, And because he saw that comfort and ease was a good thing, so he girded his shoulders to bear the burden. So the Balasulam asks a question, and it's a question that he asked the Chazanish as well. The question is, if Yusachar saw that calmness is a good thing, that menucha, that comfort in this world, that relief in this world is the goal, then why did he prepare himself? Why does he get himself ready to bear the burden? And the answer that the Baal gives is as follows. He says that a Jew who comes into this world, an individual who comes into this world, we have to be makr of something to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have to be most nefesh, we have to give ourselves over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the thing that we give ourselves over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with is the thing that we love the most, the choiciest of human experience, the thing that we're yearning for, the thing that we're searching for at the core of all experience, manucha comfort, calmness, ease, the ability to smoothly move throughout life without hitting the pockets of resistance that seem to be abound in every which way that we turn. That the manuchas emes sha'atar that calmness, that tam of gan'edin, that ability to walk slowly without destination, yet feel that in this moment I am exactly where I need to be. That seems to be the ideal position. And because that's the ideal position in the human mind, that's specifically what we give over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're Moser Nefesh, like at the Akedah, the thing that we love most. And we say, Hashem, yes, we want Menucha. Yes, we want the calmness and the comfort of what it means to smoothly move throughout reality, feeling and fully aware that we're exactly where we need to be. And we're willing to give that over to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to take upon ourselves to be Sovel well in this world. To be Sovel. Well. To live with amelis, to live with yegiya, to live with the awareness of what it means to be a human being. And very often to be a human being means to not be in a state of menucha, to be in the opposite of menucha. Rav Kakoin Cohen points out that this world is the hepeh of menucha. Concentration, attention, intention, all of those things demand a prerequisite, a baseline of menucha in order to enter into them. Only a mind that has an aspect of menucha is a mind that is capable of paying attention in the present moment non-judgmentally. But this world is the opposite of menucha, and therefore this world is very often the opposite of kavanah, of intentionality. We find statements amongst chaza where they say, I have never had kavanah in my life. And The reason for that is because there's no menucha to be found which is why we find in certain circumstances, Rav Tzadok says, that when a neshama goes back above, when a shama returns itself back to its creator, into a place of elam haba, at that point it's referred to as nayach that there's a comfort, there's a calmness that comes. The tzaddikim of Ishbitz and Radzin understood this fundamentally. We understand, as we've spoken about in the past, from Chazal, there was an argument for a number of years, What's more pleasant? Where is there more manucha? In a person being created or in a person not being created? And Chazal, in a seemingly pessimistic perspective, they say as follows, they say it's been decided after a number of years arguing that it's more pleasant for a person to have not been created than to have been created. And suddenly we see, face-to-face, Chazal are in full awareness of the recognition that this world is the opposite of Melucha. But comes along the Tzadikim of Ishbitz and Radzin, come along the Tzadikim in the spirit of the Balshem Tev HaKadosh, and they say as follows. They say, let's pay very close attention to the statement of Chazal. The statement of Chazal does not say whether it would have been better. adam Would have been better for a person to have not been created than to have been created, God forbid. That would be a statement as to the value of being a human being. And the value of being a human being is the highest of values. The the affirmation of what it means to be a neshama and a guf in this world, in this space, in the dhir and in the opportunities that are abound to each and every individual at every moment of their experience, to be shem shemayim, to be mahapech, to transform physicality into spirituality, to reveal the highest heights of light in the lowest depths of darkness. That opportunity is a profound one that no other aspect of existence has the ability to engage in. So it is certainly better to have been created. The net gain, the sum total of what it means to be a human being down here is to prove the true depths of the infinitude of HaKadosh Baruch that even down here, Hashem, were revealing you. Even down here in the place where it appears to be the opposite of you. So it's certainly better to have been created. It's certainly the opportunity of a lifetime, so to speak. What Chazal are pointing out is that it would have been more comfortable not to have been created. Because this world is the opposite of nayach. This world is the opposite, very often, of that comfort that we desire. And when we're able to be maper of that comfort, that ideal of menucha of things being easy, then we're ready to be sovel. Then we're ready to be makabel upon ourselves to to have the patience and the wherewithal and the strength to carry the burden of what it means sometimes to be a human being. But It doesn't have to be so heavy and it doesn't have to be so harsh because as Chazal taught us very clearly, fine, we accept the fact that a person has to experience in this world. Okay, part of being a human being in this world is not experiencing that calmness, but to what degree? What is the amount of difficulty or struggle that a person has to go through in order to be considered someone who understands the secret of that this world is not easy and it's specifically supposed to be that way? So Chazal have an incredible matve'ah lashon. They have an incredible turn of phrase where the question they ask themselves is as follows. Ad heichan tachlis What is the smallest, most irreducible amount or measure of difficulty or suffering that is necessary for an individual to experience so that they can authentically consider themselves as one who suffers in this world? What is the bare minimum? What is the token of admission to being a human being in this world? If Yisurin and the absence of menucha is the ticket, then what do I have to pay for it? And Chazal say, the Tachlis of Yisurin, the irreducible point of Yisurin, is really any time a human being wants something to go away that they want it to go, and it doesn't go that way. For a Jewish individual, for a neshama, to recognize that I want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give me what I want, and the moment I realize I'm not getting that, if we were to truly understand the power of the neshama, neshama she bi to a neshama that comes from the tahiru the neshama that is rooted in the very, very crown jewel of existence, Yisrael HaShebacha Aspire, Nishmas Yisrael, that is the origination and the the desire that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for the sake of creating the world. If we were to understand where we came from, as Rebbein Achman says, hein l'kuchim, if we knew where we came from, then any time that there was any deviation away from what we wanted, which would be the Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that would be enough for a person to tear the heavens asunder and demand the arrival of redemption, to demand the arrival of Mashiach, because there's no greater B'zayon, there's no greater degradation than a Yid's Ratzon not being Mekuim. Because if we understood the power of the ratzon of a yid, if we understood the power of what it means to be who we are, then we would see the nisim v'niflos that would be taking place every moment. So in order to be considered somebody who suffers in this world, one need not come to a place further than recognizing that anytime my will, which is inherently aligned with the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because neshamah she and Nishma Yisrael is the root of HaKadosh Baruch desire, so to speak, that would be enough to realize the absence of Mnucha. So anytime, as Rabbi Nassim points out, a person feels uncomfortable, anytime I encounter a moment, Shalom Noachli, where there is something that is creating a discomfort, a disorientation, a certain claustrophobia of the spirit where my desire, my feelings, my words are not being met, the attention that I seek is not there, the comfort that I'm looking for is not arriving. The connection that I desire is not quite here yet. The things that I thought I would have, even when I have them, I feel that I don't have them. All of those moments, the spiritual coldness, the distance in tefillah, the lack of harmony in a home, whatever moment a person encounters themselves in, if I can close my eyes for but a moment and tune into the fact that this is the payoff for revealing Kvait Shemayim, Every moment that a person struggles is another opportunity for them to dig down deeper and to say, Hashem, you're here as well. I am right now experiencing the absence of menucha that I rightfully deserve and that I will experience when I draw Ganedan into my life. And in the absence of manucha, I'm being makade shem shamayim and I'm creating a dwelling below for you. I'm being mitzamsing myself. I'm creating a halal hapanu for you, Rabboni Shleilam, for there to be an influx of divine light that comes about in the next moment that will reveal to me that the place of each. Menucha, the place of discomfort is very often the very place I'm meant to serve you Rabbi Shleilam and this is the secret of Tchiyas HaMesim the Sadiqim ask what's the Tachlis of Tchiyas HaMesim beyond Olam Haba we're an Isman of Tchiosa Mesim. We're always an Isman of Tchiosa Mesim. As Leshem Shoeva points out, Tchiosa Mesim is not something that happens in the future. It's a process that is taking place on every fabric and every fiber of being at every moment, in each and every vital point of existence is perpetually renewing itself and moving out of disintegration into a state of integration, from shattering into building, from chaos into order, from death into life. And ah, we can't see the final conclusion or the culmination until the coming of Mashiach, may it be soon, may it be immediate. We have to believe deeply that <laughs> as the Mephorshim point out, is a language of a present activity. It is already always taking place. Things are perpetually renewing themselves. But what is the purpose of the eventual Tchiyas where the body itself is rejuvenated, where the body, where the confinement in this world, where the sight of imanucha, the body, which is the measurement of the self, contained and constrained within the discomfort of this world, why is it that that has to return back onto the scene? Because the taflis of the revealing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light is to show that even the body is the sight of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even the very thing that stood in the way in this world. The very thing that caused me to say, no shaloi nivra nivra. To be a Ben Adam, to be in a guf, that very concealment, that very busha, that very chisaron, that very struggle with all of the needs and the human experiences that we have, that is the kisei haKavod, that is the chariot, that is the kursaya and that is the chair of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that is where I crown Hakadish HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The body keeps score, the body is the ichor, the body is the revelation that even in the lowest possible place where there was an absolute foreclosure on the lights of spirituality, that is the very site of spirituality. And to be a Ben Adam, to live with a body, to be a Balmum, is the very tachlis of what it means to serve Hashem. Because there's a secret in T'chiyas HaMesim, and the Ishbutzer can point this out, and Rabbi Nachman points this out, that La'asid Lava, when the bodies are rejuvenated, yivra'u, they're going to be rejuvenated with their blemishes. And here the blemish is the very irreducible fact of being a human being, of being a balchisaron, of not finding Menucha in this place of not being able to be comfortable in an emuchus emma etc. to lean back and say, Rabbeinah Sholei das is das, this is this, and I am here with you. And any distance or deviation away from living oylem ha'ba in oylem in the aspect of oylemecha terabachayecha, is an aspect of imenucha, of, of difficulty, of suffering, of yesurim, of an amadashikra, of a shvira. And those mumen, that place of the engagement with the earth, that blemish, we would think if that was the opposite of spirituality, that when the body is rejuvenated, it should get rid of all of those deficiencies. But Chazal tell us that we're going to be recreated with our deficiencies dafka. Why? Because otherwise we wouldn't be able to recognize ourselves. We wouldn't know that we were us. The only thing that allows us to keep our identity now, and our identity in the future, and the identity of the difficulty, and the identity of the breakthrough, is to recognize the shared cord of the struggle, the process, the moving through the resistance, the movement through resistance, the movement that I experience in this world, the deficiencies, those nekudos of chisaron, where it's hard for me to serve Hashem, where it's difficult for me to be kind, where it's difficult for me to hold my anger within, it's those very places that are going to become the very reminders of who we are for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what we were soival, what we went through. And every moment that we encounter one of those pockets of difficulty and refine them, we come to a new place of revealing Hashem in a new way. The avoid of Triassamesim, which is happening in every moment in our lives, is taking those moments that felt like they were dead, those Mumim moments. Mum is the Gematri of 86, it's the Gematri of Elohim, it represents Teva and constriction. It's taking each and every one of those movements and recognizing Hashem Lech Emes, that that is also the site of Akadish Hu, That Mum was the place of revealing Akadish Hu Mum, Memvav Mem, is the last permutation of the 72 letter name of Akadish Hu which is comprised of 72 three letter Three letter packages. Each and every three letters represent the different expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. But the last one, the culmination of it, is Mem Vav Men, representing the fact, as the Tzadikim tell us, that the Mum, the encounter with the difficulty, is the very place that I'm going to come to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because if I were to be recreated without my Mum, then what it would be is an aspect, of what the Zoyar Kadir what the Zohar HaKadosh refers to as ma de have have, that which was not has come to be. Who I am in the future, who I am from a perspective of redemption is separate and apart from who I was in a moment of exile. Ma de That which was not clear during exile, have, is what's going to be revealed in the future. But the can point out that that's the opposite of what real Tzchiyas is. Tzchiyas HaMesim, Ge'ula, is ma de have have, have, that which was is now. The mum remains, but the mum is revealed to be the aspect of the self, which will always be imperfect, not because we're not good enough, but because that's the very fabric and function of what it means to be a human being. The mumim will be recreated with the blemishes, with the difficulty, with the doubts, with the pockets of hopelessness, because each and every one of those moments will be transformed into the Kedosh HaKadoshim, into the kiseh HaKavod. There's a teaching on the pasuk Ayin Baayin Yiru Shuv Hashem the Rebbe of Morgenstern, uses, that's the Pasuk of Redemption, ayin ba ayin, to end every drasha, ayin ba ayin, that we should see with both eyes. We should see with the eye of clarity, and we should see with the eye of disclarity. We should see with the eye that sees separation, and we should see with the eye that sees fullness. We should see with an eye of chesed and rachamim, and we should see with the eyes of din. We should see with the eyes of Hashem, and we should see the eyes of Elohim. Both eyes, both things which represent the constriction and the openness in this world, the difficulty and the ease, both should should be revealed to be serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Both should be revealed to be moments of connectivity. The Meshiloach on this Pasuk asks a question, Hine kol tsofayich The voice of your watchman will announce in voice, Ayin baayin but the Meshiloch wants to understand why is it called Sofaich? Why is it the doubled language of your watchman? Why not a singular watchman? What's the doubled watchman here? Why is it in the plural? And the Meshiloch describes a foundational and fundamental belief in what's going to happen in redemption. And something that we know if we're Zolchat, the good friends, can happen in this moment as well. That each and every person in exile, each and every person in Gullus is going to be soyvel what their soul will. They're going to struggle with their movement, with their blemishes, with their deficiencies, their struggle, their difficulty, their their low self-esteem, the the doubts, the self-doubt, whatever it is, each person is going to be plagued by it. It's not a question of if, it's a question of what is the volume of it going to be and how is Hashem going to bless me to carry it. But we have to carry something in this world. We have to carry. But the question is, The person is going to feel that when redemption arrives, collective, personal, each day's redemption, each moment's redemption, when redemption arrives, we're not going to believe it because we're going to say to ourselves, how could it be that I was able to carry such a burden? How could it be that I was able to go through what I went through and come to a place of revelation? And each person is going to feel that their revelation is the biggest nace in the world because what I went through, nobody could possibly understand. You won't believe the things I've seen. You won't believe the process it took for me to get here. You won't believe the amount of zez that I had to go through and wait for. And a person is going to walk out just eagerly anticipating to share this miracle story, this Sifurimaisios, with their neighbor, with their friend who could not possibly understand. And the moment I encounter the other, says the Meshiloach, as I'm getting ready to tell my story, they're going to say to me, Achi, Achi, you have no idea what I went through. You're not going to believe the nace that happened to me. You're not going to believe how far I was. You're not going to believe how heavy it felt. And at that moment, each and every person is going to realize that the miracle that happened to me happened to them as well. And each and every person experienced that mum in their own way. And each and every person is going to experience Tchiyas amesim in their own way. And we have to demand that it happen now. We have to demand that the amesim process begin already. And the way that we do that is by looking at the mumim in our lives, looking at the deficiencies in our lives, and seeing them through eyes of me'chaye. It's only good, rabbi nashleilam. Every ounce, every difficulty, every process, rabbi nashleilam, it's all good. We find you here, we find you there, we find you everywhere. And by being makdim, refu'a by learning how to recognize that each and every one of us is going through what we go through. And each and every one of us is going to reveal through our own symptom the revelation of HaKadosh Baruch and the Deer Betachtayim. Each and every one of our own minds, as the Baal Tanya says, is the Deer Mamish. And for us to be able to draw that light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu down into that place and to recognize that each and every other person that we encounter or that we don't encounter, whether we know it or we don't, whether we understand it or we don't, is going through the very same process. At that point, we could be Mo'ira Racham Imrabim, we can have compassion on one another, we can have compassion on ourselves, and by having compassion on one another, and having compassion on ourselves, and having compassion on the Shekhinah HaKadosh, which is within each and every one of us, then we're Ma'oyer the of the Rachamim Rabbim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be cates, to bring Ge'ula, and to help us understand that the mumim that we have, the difficulties that we have, are just the expression of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in our lives. Ad Kedekach, that we come to a place where it's HaKoyl is Toiva metiv, and we should be zoiched that the mumim are transformed into mumim of Simcha, into mumim of Ge'ula, into mumim of Yeshua, for Ezra Hashem.